Welcome to the Ultra Flex Football Podcast, where we have fun with our friends while we talk about football. I am your host, Anthony Sutton. With me is at Ultra Flex Rob. What's up, guys? And at Ultra Flex Ryan. Hey everybody! I have my uh, my did you know for the week and oof, sitting here thinking about it, I was starting to get a little bit stressed out. I was like, I gotta think of something good. Um, so I try to you know keep my mind open throughout the week, and if anything comes through that I didn't actually know, then I'm, I'm gonna share it with everybody here. So most people know that um, like when you're talking about fruits and vegetables, right? You got like the tomato is a fruit and and the weird things like a cucumber or peanuts and, or nuts in general, peppers, avocados, those are fruits. But did you know that coffee beans are a fruit? Did I you guys? Can't say I knew that one. So our addiction to coffee just means that we're addicted to fruit. Like coffee beans come from a, a cherry that's it's, it comes on a tree and the, the, it's like it's like a coffee cherry and each cherry has two coffee beans inside of it or typically has two coffee beans inside of it and they take like a year for that for that cherry to fully develop and produce a coffee or two coffee beans i just thought that was crazy man like nice so when we drink two cups of coffee a day like i do do i get two servings of fruit does that count well no, probably not because, you know, they're getting like dried, roasted and all that stuff before they actually become a coffee bean that you drink. But if you were That's to eat them, ooh, actually, I don't know if that'd be good if you want to eat that right off a tree because they're probably really hard. You probably want those to dry out. That's where you get the coffee flavor. But but that's that's my little my tidbit tiddlywink for this week. Are you going to try to stump us every week? I hope so. Yeah, that's my goal. I want to say something that you guys might, or hopefully you don't know. Like you didn't know where pea came from last week. Yeah, you, you didn't know that two. coffee beans were fruit. Where are where most are... of the coffee beans uh, grown? Uh, south of the equator, because they were. It's a uh, what do you call it? A, uh, hold on a second. A tropical or subtropical climate. So you're looking at around the equator. Nice. All right. Yeah. But all right. Good little fact there. I like that one, Ryan. Uh, we're all, we're going to start out by ranking three things like we do every episode. This time we're going to get ready for football season and tailgate season. And we're going to rank our top three football or tailgate foods. So we'll go ahead and, and name our third uh favorite food and go from there so my third favorite food for football season or tailgate is chili it's fall uh you can pretty much mix anything in chili you want have a little spice in there and it's uh, a nice food to have while you watch the four o'clock games all right i uh i mean chili was you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna put that as my third because chili was one of mine also. So I'll I'll jump in with you, Tony. I'm in with you on the chili. You know I love chili. I thought about putting it on mine, but I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. So we get a little bit of different yeah. options here, I guess. Um, 
So for my three, I kind of lumped two together. I went with the the hot dog slash hamburger duo there, the classic. Oh, that's can never go wrong with a hot dog or a burger. That's a lumping into two. Now I think I got to come up with a, a third one. <laughs> well, I mostly did that because I wanted to sneak a couple more in here. So okay, I'll have to think you're of free to do five. those as your uh, two and one if you want, but that's kind of spoiler nope. alert now yep. i gotta come up with something different wait now i gotta come up with something new now all right yeah. those are gonna be my number two with it because we ruined that i feel me. like those are the those are like the perfect tailgate because they're so easy to to bring a electric grill or even have like a campfire in buffalo try not yeah. to yep. try not to freeze uh number two for me is i, I lump two together as well pizza and wings uh mm. i feel like i always ordered those together very rarely if ever do i order just pizza or just wings so uh having a party of any sort pizza and wings was the way to go we're also from buffalo and let the world know that <laughs> buffalo has the best pizza and wings so if you ever come to buffalo you have to stop somewhere and get pizza and wings just to, to test it out I was see like it for yourself a lot of people would probably agree about the wings. I don't know if people are going to agree about the pizza. Yeah, I was going to point out wings for sure. My number two was also pizza and wings. And right. yeah, buffalo and wings, they just go together perfectly. Got to try the wings in buffalo. All right. And my number two was ruined. It's uh, it's, it's pizza. Wow. Nope. It's hamburgers and hot dogs. Anthony, what is your number one? So it's kind of a offspring of my number two, but my number one is chicken wing dip, uh, which again is a very Buffalo thing of me to say. But if, if you know what I'm talking about, there's not much better than having a, a nice bowl of spicy chicken wing dip and just plowing through some uh, tortilla chips. All right. I have a question. Do you like your chicken wing dip made with, Blue cheese or ranch? Ranch. What a weirdo. Okay. Well, you just threw me off. Tastes Broke. better. It does not. I think Dude. it's both good. I, I mean, I prefer the blue cheese, but yeah, I'm not going to turn down the ranch either. Of course. No one turns, turns down <laughs> buffalo wing dip. It's delicious. But if you have a choice between blue cheese and ranch, you got to go blue cheese. Speaking of which, for wings, I'm just curious with you guys, blue cheese or ranch? It's blue cheese for me, but I usually don't add it to my wing. The only okay. time I'll add blue cheese to my wings is if it's a really spicy wing. And it, okay. it takes a lot for a wing to be too spicy for me. So Ranch for me. I'm not a blue cheese fan <laughs> in general. All right. Well, you're a strange person. That's All why right. you left Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here. Bye. You don't belong. <laughs> um, all right. So my number one is I remember when I lived in Texas, uh, I'd go to a, a, un a University of Texas game or yeah. And Longhorns and we'd be out there in the out there in the parking lot. And there's people with um, like brisket cooking. I don't know if they got there like 12 hours early to start smoking some brisket, but I don't know that there's something better than having like a barbecue brisket before football. That, that is, that's my number one. It's so good. 
probably helped that you were in Texas too. Yeah, I think that's sure like that a was, southern thing, right? Yeah, I'm for the sure most that was part. Some good, some good brisket. Yeah. yeah, if you go to Texas, you got to get yourself some brisket for sure. I like it. All right. My number one, I went with chips and dip because I wanted to be kind of broad there and just include a lot of different dips. I had the buffalo chicken wing dip written down, spinach and artichoke dip. You can just have the classic salsa, queso. There's just so many different options there with the chips and dip. So that's my like number one. You can have it anywhere. It's easy. So many options. So many chips. So many chip. Yeah, you could do any kind of chip you want. Yeah, how many different? Works. How many different combos do you think there are to make between all the different chips and all the different dips? It's mm. infinite, bro. It's got to be. Yeah, I had a. I made a crab dip for the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. That was super good. So many options out there. That literally made my stomach churn a little bit. You said right. crab dip, and my stomach was like, nah, dog. <laughs> Not about that. Well, one week from today, we will we will be getting ready for uh, the season to kick off. So it'll be time to get your preseason or your uh, tailgating and pregame meals ready to rock and roll. Uh, so good time to bring it up. Now we're going to jump to around the league and some news that's been going on since the end of the preseason. So Jimmy G is staying in San Francisco as the backup. Oh, baby. Let's go. Ryan, what was your hot take from episode one? Wait a minute. You, you threw that off a little bit. You said Jimmy G is standing or staying in San Francisco as the backup. My hot take from like episode one was Mr. Jimmy G would be starting week one for the 49ers. And you guys counted me out last episode. You guys were like, oh, Anthony's was the first one that didn't make it. Well, then you were like, oh, you're already announced Trey Lance as the starter. Yeah, but listen, there's so many things that can happen. First of all, he just needed to be on the team. That's a win as far as I'm concerned. Second, if Trey Lance gets hurt or I don't know if, Debo and Ayuk are like, man, this guy sucks. We don't want him playing quarterback for us. They say something public, and then the coaches are like, oh, yeah, we're going to listen to the wide receivers, which never happens. But I'm just saying, there's an out, there's a chance now that that hot take can come through. You got about a week for that to happen. <laughs> doesn't matter. I don't care. Maybe Trey Lance will get I don't Listen, I don't ever want anybody to get hurt. But if Trey Lance goes out there and hurts his ankle in warm-up or something, I'm going to be – not gonna lie, I'd be a little bit happy. There's That's almost, the only way it's gonna come true. I was gonna say, there's zero chance that he's announced the starter. Oh, good. I'm so glad that you said that. I'll give you 20 to 1 odds. Bro, I don't want 20 to 1 odds. I, I just <laughs> I feel like that's against it. That's yeah, I'm, I'm happy. What odds would you need to take it? Thousand to 1. Thousand to 1, yeah. I mean, I'll, I would, I'd give you a hundred to one. Yeah, I want a thousand to one. Give me a thousand to one. Oh my god, that's that's how unconfident that's, you are. That's how un, That's how hot take you was from the get go. Listen, I'll give you a thousand to one that the Jaguars will make the playoffs, Mister High on Jaguars over there. I already placed a bet on there, so g g give me your money and we'll put it on there, and we'll both be rich. <laughs> okay, 
I'll, is there any way to bet against that? You're giving or? them better odds than probably the books are. A thousand I was going to say. Did you say? I was just. I, I was literally can just. I, say, can I put a dollar on that? No, I was just going to say I'll give you ten thousand to one odds. There's just no way it happens. Anything you're putting on that is going to be free money for me. I'll take it. All right, uh, put it. Put a dollar on it. I know. Well, obviously, we'll have to wait and see what happens with the Jimmy G situation. But does that at all? maybe change how you look at Trey Lance this year or maybe going forward and what the 49ers think of him? I think I the plan really changes for this season. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe it shows that there's a little bit of hesitation to not want a good backup behind him. So there, there might be a slight uh, hesitation, like I said, but I'm not too worried about it. What do you think? I, you know, it always, it, I don't know. For me, it almost seems like, is it possible that they re-sign Jimmy G to trade him later? Like, they just bought themselves some time. They signed him for not that much. Yeah, they I mean, reduced was, his salary to like six and a half million or something. Right. He's still the highest paid backup in the league, but I thought I heard he has like a no trade clause. Oh, really? Yeah. Must have missed that. No, I don't know how that works in the NFL because I feel like you don't hear that too often. Like, can he choose to waive it if, if an injury comes up on a random team? I don't know who, say, I don't know. The Bucks. I, I don't want to curse anybody. Okay, the Bucks. Brady gets hurt. <laughs> that, that one's fine. Can uh, can he choose to then waive his no trade and get traded to the Bucks week five when Brady's hurt? I don't know. Yeah, I think they can agree to any trade whether they have a no trade clause or not, as long as they agree to it. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, some other news was very unfortunate, especially after the fact that there were rumors that he was just going to get the starting job. Uh, Brian Robinson was shot in a carjacking incident. Luckily, wasn't life-threatening. He's already back in the facility. But how does that impact the the commander's backfield. I guess it goes back to Antonio Gibson now. Gives people some hope for Gibson again that seemed to be almost all lost, right? Yep. He's got a chance again to try to reestablish himself. McKissick's going to catch the passes, but... It truly felt like hopeless for Antonio Gibson for a little bit yeah. there. I mean, you were watching him drop in... in it, uh, his ADP was just free-falling. Yeah. Um and I think it was for good reason. Like, he, he fumbles the ball way too much. I, I never understood why. I mean, they, obviously, they had McKissick as their specialized uh, third down back and, and receiving back. But, oh, man. Like, he also never handled a full workload in college. And they don't seem to want to give him a full workload in the pros. Like, it just seems like he's going to be that part-time player. Yeah. We might have already seen the best of him in his career. And this is the reason why it's so rare for running backs to repeat being RB1s or relevant in the league. Just they can be replaced so easily, so fast. And and it takes something like a guy getting shot twice, unfortunately, for him to possibly be relevant again. And and it feels like, you know, like they don't obviously the commanders aren't that interested in in rolling him out there. If they were yeah, basically moving him to kick return. It'll yeah. be interesting to see how quickly Robinson can get back. Cause I think that'll be 
whenever he's healthy and able to play it, they're they're going to give him the the shot, in my opinion, to get his starting spot back. So we'll see what happens. Did you did you see the report of the bullet that passed through his knee? And no. it, yeah, that was apparently one of the shots went through his knee, but didn't cause any damage to any ligaments. Like talk about getting lucky. Wow. Yeah. I saw he was already, I mean, two days after getting shot, he was back in the facility just like on crutches. So, I mean, just, just that alone, you know, he got pretty lucky there. So that's obviously amazing sure. situation. I do wonder what the recovery timeline for something like that. Obviously, it would have to matter like how much damage it did to the the muscle, the tissue, like everything going through. No ligament damage, that's good, but the bones. I wonder what a recovery on something like that is. I think I saw one of the one of those Twitter doctors saying they think best case scenario would be uh October for a return. So, wow. That would still be 2 months or less even if he comes back, you know, yeah. middle of October. NFL guys are so tough. You shoot me in the leg twice, and I'm never going to walk again. <laughs> you guys are like, ah, give me two months. I'll be back. Isn't everyone on Twitter a doctor? Yeah. I am. Yep. <laughs> uh, sticking with the running backs, and I guess San Francisco as well, Trey Sermon was cut. Uh, is that a surprise to you, and what does that do to the 49ers backfield? I didn't think it was a surprise just because I thought he was terrible last year. Um the only surprise was the uh, the coach talk that I believe they were just saying like, oh, he's having you know his best, best camp, ever. camp, which it's only a second, but still they were talking about he's been one of the best players in camp, and they turn around and cut him the the day after final cuts. So it doesn't really seem like a shock, honestly. They didn't use him hardly at all last year. He yeah. seemed like an afterthought. It was just time to move on for them after one year, not giving once a they drafted. Tyrion Davis price in the third. It was kind of writing on the wall, I think, for Trey Sermon outside of a, an insane camp. And uh, Kyle Shanahan's kind of proven that he can put anyone in there anyways. So it doesn't really – doesn't matter too much. Whoever – they're going to be a lot like the, uh, the Pats. They're going to put people in there. They're going to produce, and we'll see what happens. Who do they have, like uh, Jeff Wilson, Tyrion Davis price, and um... – Elijah Mitchell. Elijah, Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. That doesn't and seem the, like backfield. They cut yeah. Jermichael Hasty also. They got an undrafted free agent, Jordan Mason, made the team out of camp. So could be a name to keep an eye on. But. Yeah, I was going to say, is anybody stock up from that? Like, I feel like Sermon didn't play enough last year for stock to go up on anybody. Yeah, because yeah. really Jeff Wilson is what he is at this point. I mean, he's a Shanahan favorite, but he's not. I don't think a guy is going to handle the full load. And Elijah Mitchell, I mean, maybe you bump him up, assuming he could stay healthy, just because he might not have a, a challenger to that RB1 role this year. Yeah, it's a big assumption that he'll stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I said they're a lot like the Pats, because any of those three, given that week, could get 20 points or they could get two points. So. Yeah. Do you want to play that consistently? Probably not. So no, the Dolphins could be that way this year too. Yeah, yeah. Although uh, I do feel a lot more comfortable drafting someone like Chase Edmonds over, well, at average ADP or at ADP. I'd rather have Chase Edmonds than Elijah Mitchell or. Yeah, uh, he's got or, that pass catching floor, right? That's safe. 
safety net that Elijah Mitchell doesn't really have. So right. I agree. Sticking with running backs, uh, Sony Michelle, he was cut and then signed with the Chargers. Uh, he's going back to LA. First the Rams, now the now the Chargers. Any fantasy value there? Handcuffed behind Eckler? Anything that interests you there? Uh, yeah, I think so. They've been kind of vocal about. Even Eckler himself has been vocal about wanting less carries. And I would think who this hurts is probably Isaiah Spiller. It must have been something that they just weren't impressed with, and maybe they think he needs a year to kind of redshirt and figure things out. So they bring in Sony Michelle to be the guy to take some of the load off of Austin Eckler. It's a, you know, Michelle's a guy who's done it before. He's never been great, but he's been solid and he's a guy who can handle the carries. So yeah, I think he could have a pretty good size role this year for them. That dude's got some serious luck. He goes from like California to Miami to California. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Poor he guy. Wasn't, he wasn't New England. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it wasn't New Year. Yeah, he, he was there. there for like four years. Yeah, but he was but he was a first round pick. Like Bill Belichick made him a first round pick, made him rich, and then just had to sit there for a little while and not do all that much. And then he got to go to California, Miami, and California again. So did he win a Super Bowl with the Patriots? He must have won he one rookie year, right? I think. Didn't yeah. the Patriots win every Super Bowl from like two thousand and three <laughs> to two thousand seventeen? Well, I think he probably came in the league in 2018, 2017 or twenty eighteen. So. Yeah, I think he won his rookie year. I think he was. Yeah, I think when they beat the Falcons, he was a rookie. That game. Uh, And then Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager was traded to Minnesota. I don't think there's much fantasy impact there, but what do you guys think about that move? I think they mostly brought him in to return kicks, punts and kicks. Um, Compete for the wide receiver four spot. They actually gave up like a fourth and a seventh round pick, which was more than the Cowboys gave up or which the Cowboys got for Amari Cooper. So weird. Which, yeah, I mean, I I get the contract situation, but it's still crazy. You got a guy who puts up thousand yard seasons, then you got one of the biggest wide receiver busts in recent memory. Not only that, but, but Cooper's contract doesn't even seem like anything now after all the wide receivers just got paid. Yeah, Dallas should have just held on to him a little bit longer, and now that contract looks like a bargain. Yeah. Did you see the video? Uh, you see the video of the Vikings brass the general manager and Mike Zimmer at the time laughing at the yeah, Eagles. I for, have seen that. That's great. Yeah. For taking Rager instead of Justin Jefferson. Yeah, no, they yeah. ended up trading for him anyways. But, yeah, I don't – no immediate – fantasy impact there but obviously rager was drafted in the first round for a reason so hopefully he finds i finds like his way there. rager in college so maybe he could turn it around yeah you never know he's probably uh, getting a qb upgrade so probably yeah another receiver that's looking for a fresh start is one of ryan's favorites lavisha is getting moved to carolina uh Realistically, it probably has somewhat of a chance to be the three or four receiver there. So, Ryan, what do you think of the move to the Panthers? LaVisca Chenault. I don't know. I love the dude's name. Like, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I just love the way it sounds. Um, I was a huge fan of him his rookie year. 
dude balled out. He looked like a real promising prospect. And then year two, I don't really know what happened. Like, they just kind of – it was an afterthought. He didn't even have that bad of a year. Um, but uh, statistically-wise, or as much as he was on the field. But, like, he's got to be better than Terrace Marshall, right? He, yeah, I think Terrace, so. He was, like, one of the worst wide receivers in the league last year. LaVisca's got some some Debo to him. Like, he's built like a running back. Dude, I mean, I'm not saying he's he's Debo Samuel. I'm just saying, like, he can handle carries out of the backfield. He's I, He's got he's great another, size. He's another guy I liked coming into the league, but what I've seen him put on tape since coming into the league, I, just, I haven't been impressed with it. Like once he gets the ball in his hands, he just hasn't been a playmaker. That's what he was in college. It was all get the ball in his hands. That he makes stuff happen. He hasn't been able to do that. I don't know why it's going to change now. So I'm not interested in him personally in fantasy, but I could see how maybe you could say it's a slight bump in value just because he should get more opportunity here than he was going to get in Jacksonville because they already saw enough out of him. I mean, the games that he played in his rookie year for fantasy points in, in, uh, in PPR, he had like 13, 10, 8, 14, 14, and then 4, 7, and then 6, and then 15, 11, 9, 15, 24. Like that, that's a solid wide receiver four, wide receiver three for your fantasy team. Um, last year, he, he was at like 12, and then he had or 12 points, per, um, and then he had one, eight, 17, 6, 11. Like this guy can produce, and, and he was get he had like, 10 he got nine targets the first week he got 10 targets week six so you get you earn targets in the nfl like the dude can get open so I, i'm just I, I mean i don't know i'm i can't <laughs> wait to see okay he could get open it's just it's not his fault that he had trevor lawrence throwing to him last year and that offensive line not giving lawrence any help i feel like most of his touches are schemed to get him the ball quick and then he tries to make a play happen and most of the time he just doesn't well, good. I, I I can't wait. I mean, I got him in my dynasty league. I or one of my dynasty leagues. I can't wait to see him blow up so I can rub it in your face. Maybe if McCaffrey gets hurt again, he could have a a hybrid running back wide receiver role like Debo had last year. Be- that, that could be to me the the best case scenario for him. They try yeah. to use him how the Forty ers use Debo because I don't think as just a wide receiver that he's good enough to be a number one or number two. Would you rather roll out um, LaVisca Chenault as like a running back wide receiver hybrid or like if McCaffrey's hurt, I'm saying, or have Deonta Foreman or Chuba Hubbard back there running the ball? Yeah, they're both bad. So I would rather try LaVisca personally. Right. So I, I think that there's an outlet for him to to have success. And yeah. I don't know, man. I like him. I like him a lot. We'll see. I shouldn't say Deontay Foreman's bad. Like he Not was bad. pretty good last year with the Titans, but he hasn't been impressive in the, the preseason. I think with Carolina. Just so. from being down here and listening to the radio down here, I think the Panthers like Shy Smith a lot. So I think they would yeah. use him in that running back guy out of the backfield role before they used Lavisca there. But I guess. All that news came up before before LaVisca got traded. Yeah, I was going to say they just traded for him, so it could be different. But, yeah, I do think that Shai Smith could be a player for him. 
the only other news that I have here that's noteworthy is that the Super Bowl champs, the Buffalo Bills, just signed their punter. Uh, any any thoughts on the punter there, Rob? So it was Sam Martin, I think I saw, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I just hope he can hold the ball well because the Bills won't be punting a lot this year. That's my exactly. Boom. That's my thoughts on it. Mike should have just kept Matt Barkley for the punting. Uh, then the only other news was that the Jets had 11 players picked up off of waivers. So either they're... I thought it was seven. No, seven today, 11 in the last like week or two. Oh, okay. All right. I was so, saying, yeah, cut yeah. So okay. either they have the deepest roster in the league or they just don't know how to evaluate talent. And we'll find out. It's scary because you have to think that it's the latter. Like, they're just poor at evaluating talent. They have guys that they let go that are obviously better than guys on their roster. Right. They can't have that many guys that are worth keeping over. Like seven, I don't know if it was all seven different teams, but seven, we'll say seven different teams picked up guys from the Jets. Like, it just seems crazy to me. Did the quarterback that balled out in the preseason go somewhere? I missed it. I think he resigned to their practice squad. Oh. Yeah. I was hoping they wouldn't they, get him back and he ended up being a star somewhere else. He, I think the only quarterback that actually Colin Mond got claimed and Ian Book got claimed. So two quarterbacks did get claimed. But. They increased the practice squad volume or uh, like roster size, right? Yeah, a it's like years 16 ago. this year. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it was, I just saw how many people the Bills had on their practice squad. It was a lot. I think this year they bumped up the amount of veterans you can have onto it like to six or something. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but when you pick someone up off of someone else, um, when they let them go, you have to sign them to your active roster. You can't sign them to your practice squad, correct? Yeah. yeah. So you can't, you can't sign them from your practice squad or their practice squad to your practice squad. Right. So, so the jets literally let 11 guys go who are going to be on a roster somewhere else. That's insane to me. Not the practice yeah. squad somewhere else. The roster. We'll we'll see what happens in New York. We we already picked our uh, games the last few episodes, and we let you know what we think of what the the Jets are going to do this year. But maybe it'll work out for them. Speaking of which, we're going to pick some more games right now. Uh, we are getting close to Week One. We are going to pick Week One against the spread and see how we do. So, don't touch that button. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the first game of the year uh, is the Buffalo Bills against the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, in Los Angeles, they'll be getting their rings and hosting their banner. And the spread is Buffalo minus two and a half. Rob, what do you think? Oh. So we're going to keep track of this. We're going to um, each go through, pick who we think is going to win, and then we'll tally it up at the end of the week and let everybody know who they should actually listen to when they give our opinion. All right. So <laughs> so for, for that game, the most important game of week one, I think the Bills are going to come out strong. 
are going to set us uh, the tone, make a statement that they are the Super Bowl favorites by beating the defending Super Bowl champions by more than two and a half points. So give me Buffalo minus two and a half. Buffalo. Brian? Man, it really, like, there's that narrative, and then there's the narrative of, like, the Rams are just really good again, and Aaron Donald destroys that offensive line that doesn't look real good in camp for the Bills. They had a hard time getting everybody together. Uh, Saffold had a car injury, and um, their right tackle situation was a little bit uh, questionable between uh, Questenberry and I can't think of the other guy's name. Um, Spencer Brown. Spencer Brown, thank you. I. He's been coming back from injury, too. Yeah, he's coming back from injury. Um, to me, I just I feel like there's a better chance that that they barely win or lose than they go out there and just pummel the Super Bowl champs, you know, especially at home and not pummel, but win over by win by more than two and a half. Um, I'm I'm gonna go Rams. Rams. I think uh, I mean, two and a half to me is almost not even. It's pretty much a, a pickup spread. game. Yeah. So to me, Ryan saying he thinks the Rams are gonna win. I do. Because yeah. really, how often is a team going to win by one or two? It doesn't happen often. Okay, I don't think the Rams are going to win, but I think that there's a very clear narrative for it to happen. Very easy narrative. So I'm, I'm just gonna. I don't want to be the same. I don't want to have the same picks as you guys. I know you guys are going to pick Buffalo. So okay, I could also talk about the Super Bowl hangover narrative if you want. For sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the fact that Stafford's elbow or shoulder, whatever the heck's wrong with that guy. I think the Bills are the better roster. Uh, I think Josh Allen is the better quarterback. And I think the Bills win by a, at least a field goal. And a field goal is three points. And the spread is two and a half. What? So I'm going to pick the Bills. The, don't forget the Bills uh, on a smart Davius White either. So they're going to be rocking Elam and, I don't know. Dane Jackson. Dane Jackson. But they Still also have the have, best safety core in the. the I'd say they're the best safety core. They have an improved defensive line. They got the better offense. So I'm Von Miller's going to get at least one sack. You know he wants it. <clears throat> I know the story of how good the Bills are, but I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm, I'm picking Rams. You got to put a hundred dollars in the game. Let's go Bills. <laughs> Wearing my Bills shirt today. Just picked against them. Uh, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is favored by six and a half. And now, to me, good. that's that when you're talking about blowouts and points, six and a half is some points. It, it's some points, but it's going to be Trubisky probably um, out there running the ship. There, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Bengals. Give me that. Cover that spread. I just do wonder about like the late backdoor cover there. Like, oh, Bengals are up 14. Steelers score late against the backups and go for two to make it a six-point game. Like, I worry about that. I, I do think the Bengals should win. Oh, six and a half. Give me the Bengals. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I'm also going to pick 
the Bengals to cover. Uh, I think they win by at least a touchdown. They're just by far the the better team in my opinion, especially especially because of the quarterback difference. They haven't named a starter yet, right? Nope. Could also see that game ending up like thirteen to seven, something Good. like that. With that defense for, and... could also be forty to ten. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> no, it could be anything. Philly oh, sure. at Detroit. Philly's a three and a half favor favorite on the road. How much do you like Detroit, Rob? Oh, I, I'm all on the Eagles this year. So give me the Eagles. Convincing week one win. Oh man. Their their roster is so good. Their offensive oh, line yeah, is it's... so good that Jalen Hurts has us like they set him up for so much, so much success this year. If he can't do it this year, he can't do it. I think it's going to be that simple. Uh, I'm also going to take the Eagles. Okay. Don't you think even if he can't, Gardner Minshew can go in there and make yeah. it happen? Like they're just so yeah. set up for success this season on both sides of the ball. I think Detroit will come out. Obviously amped up for the first game of the year at home. I think they've got a young team that can at least put up some points. So I'll pick them to cover the spread. I think they'll uh, keep it a close game. End up losing, but I think they'll keep it a close game. So I'll pick Detroit. Uh, The next game is Indy at Houston. And Indy's getting eight and a half points on the road. Houston's getting the points, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Indy's eight and a half favorite. I was like, on the yeah, road. I'll take I'll take Indy plus the eight and a half. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of points. Is that the biggest line of the week? Looks like it is. Yeah. Yeah, give me Houston plus the points. It's just it's such a big line. Week one, funny things happen. Could see him winning by three or even seven and they cover the spread so i i think houston is bad and now that indy has matt ryan i i mean they can beat you defensively they can beat you they have a good defense they can beat you through the air they can beat you on the ground with jonathan taylor i i don't know man i'm gonna go indy cover that massive spread i couldn't go four straight favorites to cover i had to get a yeah. An underdog in there. Should have picked the Bills to lose. I think I think Indy's definitely the better team, obviously, but something about the AFC South games in general always seem to be somewhat ugly, somewhat close. So I think eight and a half is a lot of points. So I'll pick Houston to keep it within eight and a half. New Orleans at Atlanta. And Atlanta is getting five and a half points at home. Can Mario to keep it close, Ryan? <laughs> you know um, him better than most. Being a Titans fan. No, I maybe. Um I don't know. Five man. and a half is a weird you number. Go, you go first, Rob. You go first. I want to ponder this one a little bit. Yeah. Um what did, we picked Atlanta to win like one game this year, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, 
Hmm. This is a tough one. I think I'll take the points again. Give me Atlanta. I don't think they win the game, but I could see a late cover there. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm, I'm going to roll with Atlanta, too. It, I don't like that one. I'm big in New Orleans. I think, to me, the Atlanta is going to be very, very bad. And I think Jameis has a pretty good year, and it starts week one, and they, they win by at least a touchdown. So I'm picking New Orleans. You know what? Ball. Switch, switch my pick. Switch my pick. I'm, I'm all aboard the Jameis train. Let's go. Yeah, I was surprised. I know you've been a big Jameis guy. So. It just feels like the perfect letdown game where I'm like super hyped on Jameis and he goes out and gets just whomped by the Falcons or something. <laughs> Weird things happen week one. So that's yeah. why I'm saying like it could definitely happen. Like they could lose that game and then still end up a playoff team. Like who knows? Yeah. So Baltimore at the New York Jets. The Jets are getting six and a half points at home. The Jets the just Ravens. gave away 11 starters hmm. or 11 rosterable players. They should have kept them. Give me the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's going to statement game. He wants to get paid. Does Does Joe Flacco go, go out there and remind the Ravens what he did for them? Um, I'm going to go. <laughs> let's go, Jets. Let's go. Your Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Well, they'll still get to the Super Bowl. They just they're going to beat the Jets by like three, and then you still think they're going to win the Super Bowl? Gross. No, I'm not. I'm not picking the Jets to win that game. No, I know. I said you're going to have the Ravens beat the Jets by three, and then you still feel good about them as a Super Bowl oh, contender. Yeah, great. Like you said, man, it's week one. Weird stuff happens. I can yeah. see Joe Flacco going out there balling out. I'm just messing with you. You're a big Lamar Jackson guy too, though. You sure you don't want to change your pick? I love me some Lamar. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I agree with Rob. I think Lamar comes out and throws for five touchdowns and just tries to rub it in everyone's face. So I think they blow him out. So I'm picking Baltimore to cover. That dude uh, wants New his Eng- money. He's going to ball out this year. Yeah. New England at Miami. Uh, Miami – or sorry, New England is getting two and a half points. Yeah. I don't like this line. So that that's telling me that they think that New England's the better team on a neutral field, right? Because usually three points is the, the line. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. Give me Miami all the way. I'm right there with you. I think Miami's by far the better team. That, that should at minimum to me be a three and a half line because I think they're the better team by at least a little bit, if not a decent margin. Yeah. Uh, kind of similar for me to the Buffalo game. Anything that's under three and a half, I'm just going to pick who I think is the better team because there's not many games that are going to be decided by one or two points. So I'm going to pick Miami to just win the game and win by more than or win by three or more. But where is that line coming from? Like with all the negative publicity right now around New England with how that offense has looked in the, you know, Joe Judge and Matt Patricia led offense versus Miami, who's had a pretty good amount of hype behind them right now. I don't get that's a weird line. It's almost Bill, like a trap line. I don't know. Yeah. They probably just assume Bill Belichick's going to stifle Tua. It's almost so, like they want you to bet Miami. That makes me a little nervous. We know that it, Miami's favored that game, right? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was just making sure because the way we're talking, it seems like we're, we're saying that the. 
Well, Patriots yeah, I understand it. It's a smaller line then because typically they say three points is the home field advantage. So right. if they were equal teams, you would say Miami should be a three-point uh, favorite at home right. against the Patriots. So they're saying right. New England's a better team by a little bit. Yeah. That's what it implies to me. Cleveland is going to Carolina, and Cleveland is getting two and a half points. I'm going to go, man. I hate when you say Cleveland is getting two and a half points. It keeps throwing me off. I, I feel like whenever I read lines, I always go, okay, Cleveland is... Or Carolina, I always say it the other way. I go, Carolina's favored by two and a half. <laughs> you got to learn your lines, Ryan. I know. Your lingo. I, know. I know. All right. So everyone knows not to listen to my picks now. Um, I'm going to go Cleveland. Give me the Brown. I think Cleveland's probably the better team outright there. They are the better team, but I think the revenge narrative there will be strong for Baker Mayfield. He's going to want to yeah. win that game. He's going to put every... He might try the hardest he's ever tried in his career to win that game. Will it be enough? I, I'm picking it. Yeah, give me Carolina. Yeah, I'm picking Carolina as well. I think Baker plays with whatever attitude he played with at Oklahoma. He's... Maybe not grabbing his junk, but he's. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts he flipping the bird. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could be flipping the bird. He could be doing all sorts of crazy stuff. So he, he's going to be ready to go for that. Did you see his quote to the Bills sideline reporter no, in the I, preseason I, game last week? I heard he, I saw he like denied it, but I didn't hear what he actually said. I, I'd be surprised. I mean, I don't think it was like Cynthia Freeland or whatever from NFL network i'd be surprised if she would lie but she said like that he said quote i'm gonna f them up <laughs> in reference to the browns week one so ready oh, he's ready to go uh okay. san francisco is going to chicago and chicago is getting six and a half points at home um, a lot of points yeah i'm still going 49ers on that. I, I think Chicago the is the Jimmy G-Led Niners, Ryan? Well, yeah, that's why I'm giving them the point, dude. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I think Bear, the Bears are going to be one of the four or five worst teams this year, maybe even worse. So I will take the 49ers minus the six and a half. Same. I don't have to say anything else. Everything is the same there. Jacksonville going to Washington. And Jacksonville is getting three and a half points. Jacksonville's getting three and a half points. That means that Washington is favored by... (laughs) (laughs) Ryan's going to learn something this episode. We'll, We'll be good for week two. What do you, um, what do you want me to see? What do you no, want me I, to say? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You want me to say so, that Washington is giving them three and a half? No, Washington's favored by three he, and a he half. He wants you to say who's the favorite. You keep saying who's getting the points. I always, I'm not telling you what to do, man. You do you. I'm just saying, I think of it like Washington 
is favored by three and a half points. That's how Ryan I, has Ryan to solve the riddle when, when you say it your way. So yeah, uh, I sit here and I go, okay, Rob, you go first because I'm still trying to think of what Anthony just said. <laughs> <it's a complex laughs> what happened with the New Orleans Atlanta uh, game? There, I was like, you asked if uh, Mariota how Mariota looks or <laughs> if he can cover three points, and I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> so I'll go first. I'll give Ryan some time. Thanks, bro. I I just in this game, I think both teams are. Not very good, but I think Jacksonville has the potential to be better. So I'll take the points there. Give me Jacksonville plus the three and a half. Ryan, we already know you're taking Washington. So just yeah, I'm it. taking Washington. Jacksonville is a poo poo team. I'm, I'm going to go Washington wins by a, at least double that spread. Jacksonville makes the playoff and starts with week one with a win outright. The Raiders going to the Chargers, and the Raiders are getting three and a half points. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Chargers there. I think that they that defensive line um, with Mac and and Bosa and and their their secondary is so good and. The offense obviously is, is just it's legit. I I think that they're one of the best teams in the NFL this year, and I just don't see the Raiders being that way. Um, and three and a half points isn't enough for me to sway the Raiders way, so I'm going LA. Yeah, this one doesn't really feel like a, th- a three point game to me. Like I just get the the vibe of a blowout one way or the other. And if I'm going to pick a team to win by a lot, I think it'll be the Chargers. I feel like they both are teams that want to go out there and prove that they are the favorite in that division. They probably both have the reasons to think they are, but I think the Chargers are the better team. So, I think the opposite. I feel like the Raiders are always involved in some sort of crazy close way to lose the game. So I don't know if the they're going to win this do game. That too. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't yeah. know if the Raiders are going to win this game, but I think somehow it'll be a close game, and uh, I think the <clears throat> the Raiders will cover at least. Uh, the New York Giants going to Tennessee, and the Giants are getting five and a half points. Let's go oh, Titans. Man. I already bet this one at plus six and a half, so the line's moving. I had What'd Giants plus six and a half. Oh, oh. I, yeah. Whoa, what? Whoa. You you think the Giants are gonna so you think the Giants are gonna cover the six and a half point spread? That well, this is a five and a half now that we're talking, but yeah, it, when it first came out a little while ago, it, it was six and a half, and I bet on the Giants to cover that. I feel like we talked about this when we picked either the Giants or the Titans. I kind of just said how I could see the Giants coming out hard for Brian Dayball and having a close loss to the Titans. That's cool if the Giants want to come out hard on Brian and Dable, but I'm I'm gonna go Titans there. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> because it was funny in my head. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so you're going Titans. Rob's got the Giants. Yeah, I got to take be... the Giants because I already bet it, so <laughs> uh I don't know. Honestly, this probably isn't one that I would touch. I'm just not. I don't know what to expect from the Titans this year, to be honest. I'll say Tennessee covers that and wins by a touchdown at home. 
but I wouldn't feel confident in in saying that because I'm not really sure what to expect out of them. So we'll see. Uh, Kansas City going to Arizona, and Arizona is getting three and a half at home. Hmm. I'm going to – I think we're going to see Patrick Mahomes without Tyreek Hill, and I don't think he's going to have a, a hard time um, for the whole year, but week one – against a good well oh man i might have just talked myself out of it i was like a good arizona team but they're really not a, that good of a team um but they are usually strong to start the years and i think they beat the titans by like 20 points last year week one so i'm gonna go arizona yeah give me arizona as well mostly just because if this was two and a half i think i'd take the Chiefs, this feels like a three-point Chiefs win to me, like a last-second field goal. I agree with everything said, so I'll just move on. I'll also take Arizona. Green Bay at Minnesota. Minnesota is getting two and a half points at home. I'm taking Minnesota at home. I think they win that game outright. You going to bet that? Plus 108 line for the outright win. Maybe I will. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Green Bay. Yeah, again, for me, this is another game where I'm just gonna pick who I think is the better team. I think Green Bay is a better team, and I think that they will win that game. Uh Tampa Bay going to Dallas. Dallas is getting one and a half points. So pretty much pick them at home. Yeah, give me Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. That doesn't seem right to me, but the pick seems right. The line doesn't. We are all on Tampa Bay then. And then last game of the week, Denver going to Seattle. And Seattle's getting six and a half points at home. That one also doesn't seem right. I feel like that should have been the biggest point spread of the week. I'm going to go. Are you kidding me, dude? Russell Wilson going to Dent, like, or going to Seattle week one. He's going to absolutely annihilate the Seahawks. Yeah, I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm shocked, too, that, that Houston is getting more points than Seattle. Yeah, give me Denver. I was going to say, neither of you were saying anything. I felt like a crazy person for a second. No, there. I was just <laughs> processing it, looking at the, the line. Like, six and a half does feel a little light, but. I think it is hard. It is in Seattle. It's a tough place it. to play. Dude, the fans will probably be quiet for us. Just out of <laughs> respect. Maybe maybe for one play. But uh, <laughs> cool. So we, we got all the week one games in there. We'll keep track of that. See who does well uh, coming up next. Week. And now we will be going to Brian's favorite segment. all right listener question of the week we're gonna do two of them listener questions of the week and until you guys start either dming us or tweeting us at ultraflex fp on twitter in case that wasn't clear uh, <laughs> 
I'm going to have my wife's just going to keep coming up with questions. So this first question is if you could get laser hair removal on one area of your body, what area would it be? So if you never had to shave one spot again, where would that be? And I'll start. I'll start. Um, I'm a I'm a bald as beautiful man, and if I never had for you. a razor to my head again, and I, I've done damage to my head. I've cut like I had. I used to have a mole up there, but it's gone now. Cut that sucker off. Um, and I don't know if you guys heard this growing up, but when I was a kid, they said like if you ever like cut off a mole, it just like bleeds forever. Yo, they weren't kidding. Like I cut that thing off, and I swear to God, it bled for like three days. But anyway. I would definitely go with my head. If I never had to shave my head again, I'd be so happy. I got a question for you, Ryan. Oh, yes. How much time a week do you spend shaving your head? Oh, it's actually really quick. So I have this, like, this, uh, I wish I knew what it was called. I'd give them a shout out. Maybe they'd sponsor us. But it's a, um, it's like a roller and it's got a blade on one end and you just kind of roll it over your head and, it, and it's, a, it's a razor and it, like, shaves it all the way down to the skin. But, I mean, it probably takes me about, minute and a half every and i shower you save every day. yourself like 10 minutes a week that's that adds not, up over the course it, of a year it's not that much but yeah as i say if you extrapolate that over the course of my lifetime which hopefully is a while longer um i could save a lot of time not only that but but even like i just shaved my head and if you're watching on youtube like i look down you can see that the hair is still like it wants to come in like I'm fighting, fighting it it's, off. It's bring it back. Coming through already, dude. Bring if I, it back. If I it, listen, if I let it come back, I look like I'm about 55 years old. I got like that dome thing going. My my hair left me on the front, the forehead. I got like a 10 head, um, and then I got that bald spot in the back. So, yeah, I can't, I can't let it come back. So uh, yours is. I got mine. I'm going with my neck because mm. I get a lot of ingrown hairs. Like when I shave that part of my neck here. So if I never had to shave that again and it was just always good and smooth, I'd be happy. No more ingrown hairs, no more pain there. Do you use a razor or do you use like an electric shaver? Uh, both. Yeah. Sometimes I do the razor straight down. Sometimes I just, if I don't feel like messing with it, cutting myself, whatever, I'll just do the, the trimmer. Just take All it right. as short as the trimmer will go. And every time you have to cut over your Adam's apple, is that like always like a hold your breath moment? Oh yeah, you gotta like kind of suck it in. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. swallow, let it go up there for a little bit. Yeah, hold it. yeah. It's the worst part to shave, like on your face. That's that's the worst. Anthony's like, I've All never right. had to shave a day in my life. That's it. Honestly, this is a hard one for me because I've haven't hit puberty yet. So, uh, <laughs> I have a luscious head of hair. So I don't need to shave my head. Uh, I don't need to really shave my face. And Uh-oh. Did you lose him? Is it audio cut out? He's thinking. What did you say? I asked if you were going to shave your toes, and then you cut out. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I, can. <laughs> Good. Uh, yep. I said, uh, there's really only so many other <laughs> this audio does not want to say. 
bro, you're gonna have to cut your video or something. You keep cutting out. Anthony. Oh, this is we're gonna be left on a cliffhanger here. He's just not gonna come back now. We're never gonna know what Anthony would want to be. He really ready. didn't want to have to answer this question. He didn't, dude. He he shut himself off. All right. Well, we'll get, we'll come back to him. Um we're gonna go with question number two. Oh man. All right. We're gonna go with question number two. It's if you could be in any game show, what would it be and why? Anthony, you're back. I want to hear it. I was, it didn't want me to answer because yeah. I was saying my head is full of luscious hair, so I'm not shaving that. I thought you were going to say you were going to shave your head. I was like, no, that's amazing. I was about to be shocked. Me too. I, I can't grow a beard. And there's really only so many other spots that is necessary according to people to sometimes trim up or shave. Uh, and I'll let the listeners determine what that is, but that would be the spot it's that it's your butt. it is. It's my butt. <laughs> Are you looking for like a manscaped uh, advertising? We need manscaped and we need, we need them to be a sponsor for us. Headblade and yes. manscaped. Get at us. Yes, it would be that area. Your butt. Got it. <laughs> All right. So, Anthony, did you hear the second question? I did. Game show? If you could be in any game show, what one would it be and why? So, we, I don't know if this is probably not considered a game show, but we kind of talked about it last week. Oh. I have wanted to be on Big Brother for the last few years now. So it's You'd not your typical it. it's not your typical family feud or jeopardy or anything like that, but it's still $750,000 on the line. Uh I feel like I'm pretty good at lying if I need to be. I'm a sales <laughs> I'm a salesman for my daytime job. So you got to be able to BS a little bit there. So I, I can do that pretty well. And then a lot of the competitions, I feel like I would do well at. So I would, my easy answer is Big Brother. You, oh man. Um, I think we should go on Family Feud. That'd be dude, I, I would love that. That would be. That'd Family be so Feud's cool. hilarious. It is. Puts you on the spot. We've got practice with that now with our listener questions. Yeah. I'd, I'd love think to answers that. quick. That'd be a good one. I would also, I would love to go on Jeopardy. Not this isn't my answer. I would just love to go on Jeopardy to see how big in the or how far in the negative I could go because I usually know about three to four answers throughout a whole Jeopardy show. <laughs> so I would look like a big dumb dumb out there. Hmm. But I you think I'm going to because you can go. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's funny because I'm having a hard time thinking of what the game show is called even though I know it's like the most watched game show ever besides Jeopardy wheel wheel of fortune. Is that right? The one where you like solve the. Yeah. Yeah. Wheel of fortune with uh Pat Sajak and Vanna white. That's it. All right. Give me the wheel of fortune. Just because I play... a... Go ahead. The reason is because I play wordle like every single day. 
So I feel like that should help, right? Like I got, I got, got a lot of practice on it. Yeah, you get to that last, uh, that last clue, and when you get like a, a chance at a car or a hundred thousand dollars, whatever it is, or a million, I would love to just try to solve those puzzles. I think my honorable mention is the weakest link. Megan, Megan, and I watch that quite a bit, and it's pretty much Jeopardy, but the questions are a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, weakest I'm trying link to think of a fun. good trivia one because I love trivia. Like I know Jeopardy is. I think I'm better than three or four a show, but still not good enough to compete with those people. <laughs> yeah. Like they're just so good on that show. Family Feud would be fun if you had the right people to go with, for sure. Um, I don't know if I feel like it's on now or it was on at some point, but there's that that one like name that tune or something where you hear like Ooh. like parts of a song and then you have to name the song title. I'm super good at that. Like I play that all the time with i mean i feel like we've done it before ryan yes we have i do it with you my wife all the time so i think that might be my choice because i feel like i could actually win at that I, I used to think that i was like the the guru for knowing songs like instantly and then i played that with you and and i think we did like 90s like it was like punk rock or something i don't know what it was but you smashed on that and i was like yeah all right well i guess i don't know much about anything <laughs> You know who actually think... is better than me? My who? sister Morgan. No way. Yeah, we did this. We were camping and we decided to just play. Like we were playing random music and she was beating me like almost every time. I was like, I got some work to do because I, I usually beat everybody when we do that game. But, bro, we got to get like, we got to get people together and we got to actually make like a contest out of this. I think that'd be, that'd be awesome. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Anthony, you're still there? I'm here. All right, that's good. Just making sure. That is it for this episode. Next week is officially the start of the football season. We'll be talking more about week one. We can do some uh, fan duel or DraftKings salaries and who should we start? Who should you sit? Who's the best bargain? I may be here. I may not be here. My wife's 37 weeks pregnant. So we shall oh. see. I could be watching the Bills game uh, in the hospital. So we'll see what happens. Just make sure she doesn't have the baby like during the Bills game. You know, that would be just so inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. I'll let her know. I'll let her know that Ryan says that. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That wasn't something that I said. I was just simply stating. My wife waited until after the, this was when Washington was still the Redskins, but she waited like until probably 30 minutes after that game was over. Big win <laughs> to to have our daughter. So she can wait. Wow. Yes. We'll just have them. Uh, the team. <laughs> just have them wait a little bit to induce it. So. Uh, but yeah, as Ryan said earlier, you can find us on Twitter at UltraflexFP, at Rob, at UltraflexRyan, and at UltraflexSutton. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, and that is Ultraflex Football. See you next week, everybody.